Hey, what's up, everybody? Joe McCall here, REI In Your Car podcast. So it's been a little while, probably a couple weeks since I recorded one of these In Your Car podcasts. So... I was gonna, I was gonna apologize, but there's no need to apologize. I've been still giving you a lot more interviews, which I'm hoping that you are enjoying on the podcast. I really love doing this podcast. Been doing it since 2011, so nine years now, and uh, I love doing it. I love teaching you guys the stuff that is working now, things that we are doing in our business that we're having success with things that I see my students having success with. So I'm just, uh, I'm glad you're listening. I'm glad you care. (laughs) Isn't that nice? No, anyway. Okay. So thanks. One more thing I wanted to tell you here is, um, uh, a couple things real quick. I was, um, having lunch with a really good friend from out of town who was here and they've been in the business a long, long time. And she's a very successful real estate investor. And I was having lunch with her and um, a mutual friend of ours, uh, Sean. And it was really good. We had a great conversation. We were talking about the market. We were talking about what's going on in business, you know, personal productivity hacks. What are you doing that's working? You know, talked a lot about um, my problem with my inbox. My email inbox is like way out of control and it stresses them out. So that was kind of funny. Anyway, so one of the things we talked about was um, uh, somebody made a con- like it wasn't anybody in our lunch, but it, they were t- we were talking about somebody else who has uh, bought my course, and they were starting to get into the business. Right, we're starting to do some marketing, and it'd been a couple months, and they have not done any deals yet. And she's this person said to this other person that uh yeah i've i've had joe's course now and for two months and it's not i don't I haven't done any deals i don't have any leads yet and she said okay well what are you doing and uh she said well i have two full-time vas and i don't have any leads yet and then the uh the question then becomes well well you have two full-time vas and you don't have any leads yet. so I'm i'm confused still if it's like leads or deals right i don't know but um she said, no, no, not, not one. And I'm just floored. I was like, what? <laughs> like you have two full-time VAs and you don't have any leads or deals yet. Like whatever it is, something's wrong. Something is not right. What's going on. And I can't talk to the person who was complaining because I don't know who they are. And this person who was telling me this doesn't know who they are either. But regardless, this is a common problem that I see with a lot of people. And I wanted to talk to you guys about it. And the problem is this. Trying to outsource the selling part of the business to virtual assistants. Okay? That's one of the last things, one of the hardest things you need to outsource. It's actually... So what I suspect, and I've seen this happen a lot. What I suspect is happening with this particular student is... They hear me talk about how I do deals while traveling and they just think that they can hire a VA to do all of it for me, for them, right? Well, that does, you can't. So what happens usually is someone who gets in trouble with like this is they, 
uh, hire a VA to do the marketing, and they also want the VA to pre-screen the leads, make the initial calls, right? Talk to the seller, go ahead and make the offer and send the offer, and hope with the idea or the hope of not having to talk to the seller until it's they've already said yes to a lease option, or they've already signed a contract, or the, the VA has already sent a proposal or something like that. And that's the the wrong way to do it. I just want to clarify this for all of you guys, even if you don't have my course. You can't outsource talking to sellers. uh, Well, I I take that back. You can outsource like pre-screening the leads, but that's it. Like you don't want VAs to negotiate and try to sell sellers on selling their house to you. Doing a lease option or a cash offer. That's something that you need to do. Now, I say that, tongue-in-cheek kind of because like okay i've done it before i admit i have done it before i have had vas in the philippines negotiate lease options for me before but that's only because i was already doing a ton of deals and i just didn't care i had a va who was really good and i said to him listen if you can make it happen go for it right and he did he was like making that but that was like the rare exception to the rule it's not the rule and uh, I, you know, I have VAs that will make the initial cash offers to sellers as well. Like I have friends that have do, done that. But here's, that's the slow way to do a deal. Okay, trust me on this. That's the slow way to do a deal. If you want to do the, the fast way to do a deal, you need to set it up where all the VA does is send out your marketing, update your CRM, and send your follow-up for you. In other words, like, it may, it make sure the VA is sending out the marketing Right, they're sending out the marketing, whether it's text or letters or emails or ringless voicemails or texts or whatever it is you're doing. Let the VA do that, right? But anybody, any seller that raises their hand or responds to the text or calls in from a letter and says, "Yeah, I'm interested in selling," or even like, "Maybe, tell me more." Uh, yes, my price is negotiable. Like any kind of warm signal. Don't have your VA call that seller and pre-screen them out. That's your job. You need to get on the phone, call that seller, talk to them, find out about their situation, find out about the house. You you need to be the one doing that, okay? If trust me, if you if you try to outsource that to a VA, you're shooting yourself in the foot and you're wasting thousands and thousands of dollars in marketing. You're wasting leads. Your VAs can't close deals for you. You need to do that. And if you don't want to do it, then get another wholesaler, somebody that already has experience, already based in the U.S., to do that for you. Don't get a $5 an hour VA to do that. It does not work. So what this, what I would tell this student, whoever it was, I would say, listen, just have your VA do the marketing. The VA should never talk to anybody. Anybody who responds to the text or the letters or the voicemails or you know whatever and says, yeah, I might want to sell or I might be open to that, interested, I don't know, maybe which house then flag that lead, have the VA flag the lead, and you call that seller lead back immediately. Like the, v- the seller shouldn't know that, they should think that all the marketing that's going out to them is from you. And then you call them and talk to them because they responded to your marketing. Does that make sense? And then after you talk to the seller, you can Voxer or WhatsApp, you know that app called WhatsApp? You can send a voice message through Voxer or WhatsApp to the VA with your notes of the conversation and then have your VA update the CRM. You may tell the VA, okay, so this lead I just talked to, a scale of one to five, they're a three, 
um, go ahead and send them a letter, send them a cash offer for 50 grand or send them the uh, three option letter of intent. Um, just, you know, you tell the VA what to send. The VA puts all the information from your notes, right, into the CRM, sends the offer for you from you, and then sets a reminder task to follow up. And then in the future, when that task pops up in a month, you know, uh, it's a text. Maybe it's an email. Maybe it's another letter where the VA sends your follow-up for you or the CRM that you're using sends the follow-up for you. Does that make sense? I, I just want to make sure you guys all understand that because I feel bad for this student because they're, they're just not... Uh, either they're misunderstanding what I said to do or they thought they would be smarter than me, and maybe they are, but like they thought they could be smarter than what I teach and just try to outsource all of it. Or they're busy, I get it, right? And you just think, well, all right, I'll have the VA do the marketing and pre-screen the sellers, like talk to the sellers, be the one to ask like an initial set of questions and then go ahead and send an offer to the seller. And only then when the seller sees the offer and says, yeah, uh, I'm still interested, then I will talk to them. That's a huge mistake. Don't fall into that trap. And I know a lot of people do that and it's wrong. Like you're, you're wasting your time. So you could, if you're doing like what I teach in automated wholesaling, you do the marketing, like or whatever, direct mail or whatever. You have a VA do that. Any leads that come back in, if it's a live call, you know, you can have a VA answer, but it's just basic pre-screening questions. Like, do you mind if I ask you a few questions about your house and I'll take your information, send it to my manager, and uh, if it looks like a good deal, we'll call you back. Is that okay? Yeah, great. So what's the address? What's the phone number? Just get basic information about the house. One of the things I like to have a VA ask the seller is, is this a now thing or a later thing for you? Or another way to say that would be, um, are you just looking to sell your house for the highest price possible or are you trying to sell it as fast as possible? Like what's more important to you, price or speed? Some some basic, simple pre-screening questions, right? So your VA asks those questions and then puts the responses into the CRM and they go to you or your local wholesaler that you're partnering with, okay? And I've done a lot of those kinds of deals where the we do the marketing, we pre-screen the leads, real simple, basic pre-screening, no negotiating or making offers or nothing. And then send that pre-screened seller lead to a local boots on the ground wholesaler or an acquisitions manager. Does that make sense what I'm saying, guys? All right. So don't try to automate too much or delegate too much. Like there's certain things that are important that you should automate and delegate out. Like number one, your marketing, all your marketing should be automated and delegated out to somebody else. Maybe a printing company, maybe a mail house or a, a PPC company or a Facebook ads company, or just your virtual assistant, right? That can be outsourced. That marketing has got to be going out every single day, right? The other thing you can outsource is updating the CRM. Get a VA to update the CRM for you. They should be your CRM expert. Podio, REI Simple, FreedomSoft, REI Blackbook, whatever it is you're using, they should be the ones that are managing that for you. And then third, they should be the ones that are sending the offers and the follow-up for you after you've talked to the seller already. So if it's a you know if it's a warm lead, you should be doing the one following up, right? You should be calling them every two, three, four weeks. But if it's a cold lead, which most of them are going to be, that is follow-up your VA can do for you. Sending a text, an email, a letter, all of that can be done inside of 
like my my CRM it's called REI Simple all of that can be done in there that your VA can do and it looks like it all comes from you so anyway last thing you outsource is the talking to the sellers part right the, the, the negotiating the, the making the offers doing too much pre-screening because you guys bottom line you don't want to make your sellers jump through a bunch of hoops to get to you that's a huge mistake you don't make them listen to a five-minute voicemail and then you only call back the ones that have listened to all of it and leave a voicemail like no you should number one if a seller is responding to a letter or a postcard you should be answering all those incoming calls you or a va or somebody and then uh and then boy these people hold on a second okay um people in st louis i think are just too nice I, we're all four of us are sitting at a four-way stop sign and everybody's staring at each other and I know I was the last one there and they're waiting for me to go or maybe I wasn't the last one there anyway uh, so that's it that's all I got to say hope you guys are doing well listen um, you want a good book to read I've been getting great feedback from it it's called REI Secrets it's a book I wrote kind of from these REI Secrets or REI in your car podcasts um, where I just talk about cool things that work and don't work. And uh, I put that stuff together in a book. It's called REI Secrets, subtitled Daily Nuggets of Real Estate Investing Wisdom to Help You Get More Leads and Close More Deals. And if you'd like a copy of it for free, it's like a serious book. It's an inch thick. You can get it for free at reisecrets.com, reisecrets.com. Just pay a little bit of shipping and handling, and I'll send it out to you for free. And it's a really good book. In fact, I lose money when I sell. I think I only charge eight bucks for shipping and handling, and it cost me about eleven, eleven dollars to print it and ship it. So that's a good value. You should get it. You can't get it on Amazon. You got to go to my website at reisecrets.com. I wrote each chapter to be like two or three pages long. Um, I already, I've already had people uh, send me screenshots of things that they've implemented. Um, and one of the things I talked about in that book, excuse me, was a question that you can ask sellers of. Um, I was just talking about this. You know, is this a now thing or a later thing for you? Um, and that's something that was in that book. And people are sending me uh, screenshots of them actually implementing that into their scripts, which is pretty cool. So anyway, um, get the book, reisecrets.com. And I will see you guys later. Take care. Bye.